Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. Welcome to season two. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, which is available as a Kindle ebook, a paperback, and a podcast. Just search for Mask of the Gods wherever you're listening to me, and you'll get to hear it. Oh, uh, I'm not alone today. Yes. <laughs> That's Brian. He refuses to introduce himself. That's a Mahubby Bubby. It's because I'm obstinate. Yes, very. So, okay. Today we're going to be talking about Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I'm sure you saw before you clicked play on this because that's kind of the title of the episode. But just so you know, if you're new to the podcast, we're going to do some non spoilery talk. Non spoilery talk. And then do spoilery talk. You will be clearly warned before spoilers happen. And oh, will there be spoiler talk for this one? Spoiler talk like monsters fighting monsters. <laughs> that's not spoiler. That's the trailers here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we get started, if you haven't already, please go and rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. And the more people that listen, the bigger community that we have. And the bigger the community, the more we can, like, connect with each other and do stuff. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who has done that, and uh, hopefully you will if you haven't. So, this is the first episode in the titular Season 2. And if you remember, I said today was going to be Movie, Music, or Mood Mondays. And it's Movie Today. Yeah. And you're probably going to be able to hear our dog eating because she has decided to crunch loudly. It's dinner time. I think she's mad that we're off schedule. <laughs> <laughs> she's the keeper of times. <laughs> so hopefully that won't be too loud, but we shall see. Or she's just mad that we left the house. Yeah, now. probably. So we went to see Godzilla, <clears throat> King of the Monsters today. And yeah, it was a movie. It was okay. You know. It was fine. I was hoping to leave the theater all amped up. And, I was too. You know, like, back to my five-year-old self and wanting to smash toys together and, yeah, you know, jump off the furniture and whatnot. So, first of all, I have to say, if you did not like Godzilla 2014 because you felt that there was too much about the people and too much talky-talk and not enough monsters... You probably won't like this movie either. There's a, a lot more monsters. Yes. By volume. <laughs> but honestly, I think if we do screen time comparisons between this movie and Godzilla 2014, I bet you they would come out almost equal. Because they're, the few monsters things that happen early in the movie is kind of in the same vein Though not exactly as the monarch footage of Godzilla that we got early in that movie. And that to me is the weakest thing about this film. And we'll talk about that a lot more once we go into spoilers. It really needed the monsters to be in it. When they're in it, 
This is yeah, a great, great movie. And I think this is the thing that we, you know, we, we realized getting out of the theater that when the reviews we were watching and check, check, <clears throat> excuse me, checking out the people who are super excited and stoked, they were able to tune out the people in the movie and just focus on the monster part. And if you're able to tune out the people and focus on the monster part, it is spectacular. There's a lot of monster clashing and just smashing and, and just awesomeness, but there's a lot of disruptive people parts. And, you know, as, as you all know, especially if you listened to my previous episode a couple weeks ago on Kaiju, I, I actually liked the Gareth Edwards movie. I liked it a lot. I also liked his two monster movies that he did previous to this. Um, but to me, he understood the formula for a good kaiju movie. And that is, if we're going to follow the humans, we have to care about them in some way. And I like that they, in the original, they kept the human cast fairly small. And you understood them. They had a reason for being there. Yeah, you know, you understood why Shirazawa was there and why we were following the Marines and why we kept going back to Scarlet Witch at the Med Center. You know what I'm saying? You, you just well, let's be honest. If I use the actual names of the characters, nobody's going to know who I'm talking about because funny. nobody knows the characters from a Godzilla movie if it's not the name of one of the monsters. Actually, what made it worse is I sat back going, you know what? I want Scarlet Witch in my next Godzilla film. Because that would just be kind of awesome, because then you have, you know, monsters smashing monsters, and every now and then Scarlet Witch just smashes back a little bit, and, you know. That's what Millie Bobby Brown can play in the next one. There you go. <laughs> She's great in this, by the yeah. way. I, I have... She she was one of my concerns, because I was afraid that they put her, her in just because, hey, isn't everybody in love with Stranger Things? There's a big monster in Stranger Things. Why not have one of the Stranger Things kids? And... Of all the gripes that I have about the human stuff in here, she's great. Kyle Chandler is great, which I had a lot of concerns about them, including him. Because I have rarely, if ever, liked him in anything. So, and I did in this. I thought his storyline worked well. It's pretty much every other human other than Dr. Shirazawa. Shirazawa, great, great character. We'll talk about him more in spoilers because I don't want to spoil things. Because in the non-spoiler thing, and non-spoiler side, like at first for me, I felt like they either didn't go far enough with the humans or didn't like take enough of them out. Like they fell into the uncanny valley with them, and which is odd considering we have a giant bird, a giant moth, a three-headed dragon, and a Godzilla. All fighting each other, and we're cheering it on. Not not a problem with any of that. All that looked great. Too. Yeah, it, the effects all looked great on all that. I thought they uh, looked a little bit more plastic than they did in the previous I movie. I but... felt they were supposed to, though. Like, yeah, it almost would be wrong I, if it looked too realistic. I, I would just say Back there's the been a lot saying Valley. about how good the special effects were. <clears throat> this isn't like that. For, for anybody who thought that Thanos looked plasticky and rubbery in um, Infinity War, oh, you're the, 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 these, these are uh, computers in rubber skin, in rubber costumes in this one. <laughs> but again, it's a Godzilla movie, so I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. But you know, I. But the you know you you rightly pointed out that there was two plot lines. Well, you know, we go into the spoiler section, we'll get into more detail in them, but there's there's two plot lines tying in with the humans that they Cut needed to pretty much just remove. And it would have been a great it, movie. Or make a small fix to. And 
It would have made it a great movie. Because they s- steal the oxygen from the film. Yeah. It was every like, time. It was they almost come like off. you're watching this great monster film, and then the humans kind of push them off to the side and go, No, we're here. Pay attention to me. I'm a human. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. And they're like trying to upstage the monsters. And it's like, No, I got kaiju. I want to see them. And I'm, I'm not here to see the humans. Remember when I said I was afraid that there was going to be a happening in this movie? There was kind of a happening in this movie. I didn't. No, the, the breakup between the two scientists, we'll talk about that when we get into spoilers more, but that felt so, like, weirdly the happening, like, well, well. Yeah, it, that's, their, but, uh, that was a, that the, was a problem with the Their relationship also. makes no sense, but. That's because there's an issue. Thomas Middleditch, yeah. Thomas Middleditch is in the movie for absolutely no reason. His character serves abs, like, they just gave him money. Like, you, you could have had a nameless NPC say any of his lines and it would have worked like why they paid an actor that they probably had to pay a decent amount because of Silicon Valley and whatnot. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't understand him. Get somebody else. The same with CJ Pounder. Like I got so excited when I saw her, she plays a Senator in this movie. Not a lot of anybody mentioning her saw her got so excited. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's going to make it rain. Like, yeah. Because she's a boss in everything that she's in, except for this one where she has one scene that is completely throwaway and doesn't matter at all. I was just laughing going, you know, they could have saved some money and just put Sylvester Stallone in his role. And it still would have worked. <laughs> yes. And that would have drawn people to the movie going, what mm-hmm. the heck, Sylvester Stallone is in this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but if if you go back to my episode on Close Kaiju... Oh, especially getting to hear him try to say Gajira, you know. Gidera. Gidera would be fun. Gidera would be fun, too. Man, we got to go fight Gidera. Get Gidera out of easier, easier. Wow, that, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, as I said in my previous thing on Kaiju and why I love Kaiju, Kaiju are forces of nature. And biggest problem that this movie has is it wanted to give the humans some sense of agency in the plot and unfortunately whatever their plans were it didn't work and the biggest problem that i have with this film is it felt like most of the really awesome stuff happened off screen like if you want a non-spoiler way of thinking about whether or not you want to go to the theater to see this movie and not just rent it Imagine going to see Independence Day, but you only get to see a couple of the fights with the aliens, but none of the major ones where they take out the U.S. cities. And you, you might get to see like D.C. get destroyed, but they leave out New no. York and L.A. and everything else. We'll talk about that. You know, and uh, Jeff Goldblum and his wife had a really stupid argument that might end the world because coffee. If that sounds interesting to you. Now, don't think that this is like full Independence Day. They don't engineer a virus that kills off the kaiju at the end or anything like that. That's not what happens. But this, I think this movie can very easily be analogized to the first Independence Day movie. Because a lot of the plot points and a lot of the beats are very similar to Independence Day. And where they went wrong with this movie are things that would have ruined that movie as well. But yeah. So, I think that's all I can say before I really start going into spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so. Spoilers are now incoming in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You have been warned.
<laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so... Okay. First thing. Okay, you keep making this happening reference. Yes. And uh, I, I want to... I want to address this so I don't accidentally let out a, a, a spree of expletives and ruin our safe label. Because <laughs> I, I have great angst and, and you know, Okay, so what happened is their kid... We, we get The movie starts with us retroactively going back to the first Godzilla mo- movie, the t- 2014 Godzilla movie. Yeah. Kyle Chandler and his horrid evil wife's kid, eldest son dies in that attack yeah and they part company because she wants to release all the monsters he wants to kill all the monsters and then they forget that she's an evil megalomaniac monster until it's too late no not exactly okay so <laughs> no, he says very clearly that they broke up they, they broke up because of how they were processing the grief he he yes. went to drinking he tried to to quote-unquote run away and became a drunk and was a bad person and obviously got over his alcoholism and then went off to photograph wildlife wildlife and and you know because the thing says i'm going to get over the death of my son like watching wolves eat animal eat innocent (laughs) animals Uh, (laughs) eat bambi out in the woods this is why i had no problems with this character because you know he's the first time he sees Godzilla. this is like He's like, I, I kind of still want to destroy you, you know. And obviously, he didn't get over it, you know, at the beginning because you know, no, like he doesn't watching, get over it. Watching wolves eat deer in the wilderness doesn't help get over grief of no. the loss of a son, you know. She, but he clearly says that she wanted to do what she ends up doing from the start. Yeah, and that's part of why they broke up. Yeah, the well, there was a bit of an argument, but the thing is, is the biggest problem with her, is they, they really screwed her up because she she wants to, her, you know, she realizes okay we can this these these titans are going to help reset the planet and they bring life after the devastation and so therefore we need to set them all loose and reset the planet and then she goes in the name of my son and it's like. If they would have just left that out, there wouldn't have been all this awkwardness because the whole storyline, the whole storyline doesn't work because they've set up two narratives that are counterpointal to each other and they make the entire thing not work. Apparently, humans are powerful enough to control Rodan until they're not. Humans are powerful enough to control Mothra until they're not. Humans are powerful enough to control the other kaiju that we see in this movie because we do see other kaiju in this movie until they're not because they have them in containment it's true they do say this is the the problem with them trying to give human agency to the characters in this flick you're right i i pleasantly ignored that part so i wouldn't be so angry about the movie yes this is what are you for making me remember this is what irritated <laughs> me. The, the incontainment things early on. Because so Rodan is forget. literally living in a volcano that they've put... Uh, now, the, on that one, they do say they hacked in and re- dropped the no, containment. Because no, no. yes, that was the alert the thing. they got. They put a but, sippy cup lid on a volcano to keep Rodan from getting out. And all they had to do was turn <laughs> off the locks on the sippy cup lid. And well, Rodan got out. The containment was probably like that electric field they put up around Mothra. Which... And you can't bring a bunch of projectors with you and do that. 
like again later Ghostbusters on. Ghostbusters trapped well, yeah. this thing. Yeah, because that was that's like I said, they fell into the uncanny valley with the human agency because they have all this ingenuity and then they don't have enough ingenuity at the exact same darn time. Yes. And it's like, look, you know, you're supposed to be in the second row. Sit down in the second row and sing your little chorus parts and stop standing up yep. and try to do a solo in the middle of this chorus piece. Because I don't the have a problem with the kaijus. <laughs> I don't have a problem with humans you know? trying to shoot at the kaiju because they're yeah. not going to be able to hurt them. It's going to be futile, and That's part of it's, it, it's part of it. it. It's that futility of trying to scream at the wind. Okay, I'm fine with that. But they put in this weird thing that they're able to control them, to contain them. And so they had to put them in this other weird thing with the Orca device so that she can play a certain sound that makes them go crazy and sets them free. Because human agency. This entire movie takes place because humans did stupid things repeatedly the device I didn't have as much issue with because once again, they were the devices. She, she somehow figures out to make a, the resonance to make it sound like one of the king of the kaiju's, and you know, as Godzilla's as Ghidorah, um, and you know, so that's why Godzilla and Ghidorah, of course, hearing it go nuts because they're like, "Huh, no, I'm king," and they're gonna fight and throw down and. So when they do hear it, you know, it's, it's distracting to them. And the other ones, of course, being not alphas, you know. See, that's the other problem that I have, is but, putting this whole alpha idea yeah, in here. Into the Godzilla is king of all monsters because Godzilla can kick all the monsters' butts, except for sometimes he needs Mothra's help. Yeah, which uh, was what pissed me off at the very end. Sorry, I'm going to take this for a second. Renang should, I'm going to try to believe that. Or, Oh, that is... Yeah. Sorry, I knew it was going to happen. Darn it. Well, you have me on, you go on the risk of expletives. Um, <laughs> I forget certain... Yeah. Okay, Rodan. End, end of the film, Godzilla's like on his triumphant little mountain of rubble above everybody else, and everyone else is paying homage to him. Rodan shows up. I kind of wish when Rodan showed up, Godzilla just turned to him and burned him to a crisp. So at least the other ones knew. I'm paying homage to him because he just incinerated one of us. He is king. <laughs> because he was a he was a traitor up at that point. Uh-uh. Yeah, Don't go and try to pull a... Uh... Okay. Let me back you up off of this. Rodan had no purpose being in this movie and should not have been in this movie at all. Rodan does nothing. Yeah. Rodan breaks out of a... Basically, you have seen all of Rodan's scenes if you've seen the trailers. He breaks out of a volcano, he flies over a city and causes some wind damage, and then he has a brief fight with Mothra that maybe a few clips of that were not in the trailers. Yeah. But Rodan serves no purpose at all in this movie. Mothra kind of serves no purpose in this movie other than being gorgeous and loving and wonderful and the queen of all monsters, which they do call her that in this movie, and I'm very excited and at least, hopefully, they remember she is an immortal goddess, and now that she is dead, she her egg will reform, yeah, and she will come back, yeah. Um, hopefully, they remember that because they keep then, going off on this god thing. Speaking of god thing, she also passed with fairy dust onto onto Godzilla, Godzilla which yeah. again, which no can, problem with yeah, that awesome. gives him his super ultra power up yeah. that helps him fight um Ghidorah. Yeah, fine with that. But they were wasted in this movie. They they really 
don't like they are literally the B team. Rodan never fights Godzilla to my memory. No, that's why I wish Godzilla would have gone over and grabbed him by his wings, blasted him through his face, and then ripped the wings off and just been like, "Yeah, I'm king of the beasts because I just did that to one of y'all." Anybody else? <laughs> and then ended it. I don't know. I mean, the monster you know, fights like, were cool. The I monster mean, fights were cool. But this is the problem that I have is you're because you, you mentioned DC when I was doing my Independence Day thing. All of the oh, exciting yeah, the stuff happens happened. off scene in this. Like, it's like most of this movie felt like the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, except for we didn't have a dancing Groot and it wasn't as funny. Yeah. Because the monsters are fighting in the background while the humans are being stupid. Yeah. And we find out that, like, apparently Ghidorah destroys Washington, D.C. And the humans try to put up a fight. And we missed the whole thing. We missed the whole thing. We didn't get to see it. We, we missed the whole thing. There's yeah. one shot of naval vessels driving through the ruined wastelands of Washington, D.C., which are now underwater up to the top of the Capitol Dome. Yeah. And if you've ever been to Washington, that's pretty high up. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. And we don't see what happened. We Yeah. Really? Really? Like, you want me to fear King Ghidorah? Show me him destroy DC. Yeah. And lay waste and to lay waste everything. All the military, most of the military. Because, that's, that, again, that's, that's why I went to Independence Day. Yeah. When you see the White House get blown up in Independence Day. Yeah. And you see... The, what's that, tower in L.A. and New York. And you get to actually see these cities get just wasted. And here it was like, you, you get to see just a like, one little... A little bit. A little bit. Boston gets trashed. Yeah, you can see Boston get trashed. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I You're... You're right. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't. I mean, that, and that's um, the thing. If you could turn your brain off and just watch the monster fights. See. But the, the, it's hard to do that because. If, if you can do that, I would say watch Pacific Rim Resurgence before this one. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to I, I would put this below Pacific Rim Resurgence. Yeah. And I would agree. I would agree with that. Because once again, you have you have the whole, her whole plot line. Okay. You need a reason for kind of like for waking him up and stuff. And I could still. They should have woken up on their own. Yeah, like, well, she could have... Yeah, they could have woken up on their own. They did not need to make them waking up a human-caused event. That is what drug down the entire story. Cut Tywin's character out. We don't need any Tywin Lannister in this thing. And I'm sorry, he's playing Tywin Lannister. He is not playing a new character. I refuse to learn his new character's name. He's Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister, yeah, you're right. Like, they brought him in. They said, do what you did when you played Tywin. Do that. Yeah. He's it, apparently he, he's got deep pockets like Tywin or thought Tywin yes. had. Yeah. 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 He's definitely Tywin Lannister. Yeah. And but like but like yeah, because yeah, because they could have actually had something just they could have had some some humans doing something human bad to other humans to wake them up. I mean, simply like that. Or just know, not have, have that be a plot point at all. Well, I mean, you know, wake up That's, the first one, wake up the other, something like that. It's unnecessary. They already mentioned yeah, they already in the first movie wake, that yeah. they were waking, There's waking the whole, up. There's the whole scene, you know, you're, you know, what about them, what, what about killing them before they wake up? I guess the whole, you could have just left that first bit when they were being interrogated by the defense council. I don't know. Yeah, what. that needed to be cut out, too. Yeah. Every, every Basically, the entire military subplot needed to go because it served no purpose. 
Yeah. Because, ooh, let's develop a super weapon that does absolutely nothing. Ooh. Yeah. Other than cause Dr. Shirazawa to have to commit suicide to save the day. That's the only thing that they accomplish there. Meaningless plot line. Get rid of it. The whole eco-terrorism thing. Get rid of it. And the mom. Get rid of it. Like, just have Millie Bobby Brown be back at home with the nanny or with the grandparents in Boston. Kyle Chandler is still going to have his desire to get back to her. You can have all of the stuff that worked between their characters still work between their characters completely killing the mom off she died in san francisco i mean keep the same origin story i don't care she died in san francisco blah 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 her and the mom's entire storyline in the military storyline the the orca thing the sound bit because i thought that was very clever trying to then simplify her story down oh heck yeah because that's the thing they need to be simplified down to just that you could still have her waking up the first one but her reasons needed to just just be simple, you know. I dealt with the grief of my son because his whole planet's dying. No, I'm not know, even have her planet. have a reason. Have have okay. it be a way that they're trying to use to control them. That yeah. we learned that the she sound of the Mutos and yeah, yeah. Okay. The, we learned that the Mutos were dri- 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 um, called by certain sounds. We learned that Godzilla found the Mutos because of the sounds. I'm making yeah. the sound box to do this stuff so that we can try to steer them away from populated areas. Yeah, as a way to, yeah. To you you can just hand out. wave that technology away and still have it be in the movie yeah. without having to make a big deal out of about it if you want to leave it in there. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and apparently we're going to get Mecha Gadira at some point. Yep. There, there is a, uh, if you didn't stay all the way to the end, because the first mid-credits thing is kind of, hey, we're doing King Kong versus Godzilla next. Which hopefully will be good. Um, and at the very end, Taiwan buys one of King Ghidorah's heads. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that they're going to do Me- Mecha Ghidorah at some point. Which happened before. Watch the original Japanese. It will probably be better. Um, did this... Did, like, I, I liked the first Godzilla movie. I loved Skull Island. Yeah. I, <sighs> this one was just like, wow. Yeah. It, this one, the, the kaiju fights are amazing. Yeah. But. the it, It's the other parts that just, you know, like I said, it, it's it's very distracting when you're, even if you're, even if you want to buy into the eco-terrorism line, you have in the middle of her little screed as to why she's doing it. And then she says she's doing it for her son. And it's like. Why did you have to bring that up? Because it, it totally just like that. That's where because I was doing pretty good tuning out the humans and just enjoying the monsters and the monster fights. And that that part just made me stop and go WTF. I mean, really, like that doesn't even make any sense at all. And I've been trying to just enjoy a lot of nonsense in the first place. But this was just too much, too much. And every time evil Dr. Mom. Yeah. Opened her mouth. The air just gets sucked out of this movie. Yeah. It's like every time you cut to her in Taiwan, just check out. Like, play words with friends on your phone or whatever you do. <laughs> just, like, check out. And when I'd you like hear... to see you have enough time to run to the restroom and back, but... I don't Actually, to, you probably do. go back and clock it and see if You probably time. do, because some of those scenes some of those are were a bit really long. overly long. Yeah. But, yeah, they just suck the life right out of this movie. If they weren't in it, good movie. Yeah. Good movie. I'll probably buy it when it comes out and do just that. Play yeah. it, play a game or fast forward, <laughs> fast forward through right. 
all of her scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, ugh. Yeah. Anywho, I wanted to be more excited. You all know how excited I was for this movie. Yeah. It is what it is. And I get why some people are really excited. The kaiju fights were amazing. I really wanted to see good kaiju fights. They were good. They were amazing. Just the human parts needed to be completely reduced. This is Raymond Burr in the recut of Godzilla all over again. Yeah, it's just because back to that other point, like like DC, and then you have kaijus attacking cities and population places all, all over, over the world, world, and all different kinds of different kinds of kaiju. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, you know, like I don't know, I kind of wanted to see what mammoth kaiju was going to do to the city, other than Wyoming. Just smash some buildings down with its yeah. tusks. I don't know. That might have been nifty. And uh, and they're really trying to make the Mutos a thing. Did you see there was a Muto at the end? Yeah. One of the, one of the kaiju that bows to Godzilla at the end is a Muto. Yeah, and I'm like... They're really, really trying to make that a thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently there was a third one. Why didn't he just destroy it if he was that enraged by them <laughs> in the first place? But <laughs> once again, I was very focused on Rodan... Not getting destroyed. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about the whole Atlantis thing, but I really don't want to go there. Like, Yeah, that was... <laughs> I just I, I didn't have a problem with it. I just laughed. I was just waiting for it. Jason Momoa to show up. and That would have made it better. Yeah. It would have been awesome. Everything's good with bottomless Momoas. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> now I... we're going to have to explain that. Yes. Uh, Before we go, Brian is going to explain to you the bottomless Momoa. Maybe. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'll be nice. We're running out of time. Okay, so we're already over. Yeah. So they. So we have we have a Saturday brunch at the restaurant, and there's bottomless mimosas, and uh, the person who is supposed to print up the the poster that advertises this. One of the vendors. One of the, one of the vendors, and uh, they they put on their bottomless mimosas, and uh, we. You know, it got hung up, and um, bartender started giggling and pointed it out, and I, I said, yeah, if that was a, were a real thing, I think everybody would be excited and want to be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I'd throw in free drinks, especially if he's going to be running on bottomless, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I know I, he likes his beer. He, yeah, he would definitely be able to run up a really good tab there too. But oh, yeah. I'd I'd still be like, okay, fine, worth it. <laughs> so sorry for going over on this episode. We are going to try to stick to time um, in season two, but it's Godzilla. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot more we could talk about, but I am going to cut it here. Unless you have anything else really important to say about this episode, about this movie. No, I think that's it. Rent it. Yeah. Not really a theater movie, I don't think. I don't think it was... Oh, and don't pay to see it in 3D. The 3D did yeah, nothing. Yeah, 3D did nothing. The 3D did nothing. I should have said that in the non-spoiler part, but... Yeah. The 3D did nothing. Anywho, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, please rate this podcast wherever you're listening to us. That would be awesome. Don't forget, down in the show notes, over in the show notes, or wherever the show notes are in the app that you're listening to me on, there's a link to send in a voice message. It can be a question, a comment, or a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show. That works on any device in any browser now. Or if you want to get the Anchor app, you can still do that. I'd love to get your questions. Really like it when those come in. Especially since we're going to be doing the Wednesday world, world building. If you have a topic that you would like for any of the week, please 
do let me know. Um, while you're there, if you've got a dollar you can throw my way, you can sign up either using the community support link or the Patreon link. As little as a dollar a month, you can join the project and help with oh so many things that I'm doing because, oh this hurts to say, as of the end of June, all of my work will be coming out of Kindle Unlimited, so I will be relying on the kind graciousness of y'all who buy the books and who, you know, give money here, there, and yonder to support everything that we're doing. So thank you to everybody who does that. If you don't have any money, that's fine. Completely understand that. But if you know anybody you think would like this podcast, please do share it with them. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'm C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. I think that's it. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Charlie. I'm Brian. And don't forget to have the fun.